Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, you health renaissance people. Okay, today we're talking about that. Now, we've the last few weeks we've changed our talks from stuff that's approved by the Ministry of Truth and stuff that is not approved. Now, the Blog Talk Radio, I don't know how cutting edge that is. Uh, it, like, if the log, um, the algorithms are going to censor us. So the, tonight's talk, uh, today's talk, is about how to reverse aging and how your body regenerates, which is super important. Uh, the the stuff that we cannot talk about on YouTube or Facebook is about the COVID vaccines, illness, things like that, and uh, because that that is censored. I mean, just on a side note, um, uh, the Med page and this Medscape. Uh, the title of this article that came out uh, today, Post-Vaccine Symptoms, Is it COVID Illness Making the Call? CDC offers guideline but urges healthcare professionals to trust their clinical judgment because the CDC actually um, is recommending that if you do use a... Um, uh, uh, if you're going to be forcing your staff to get vaccinated, uh, that they recommend you stagger your staff with this new COVID vaccine so you're not vaccinating them all at once because there could be some severe reactions. And because it is a novel type of vaccine, and it's not one where it's a piece or a, a killed virus like most vaccines, it's a strip of protein that's surrounded by a lipid nanoparticle layer that can get into the cell and it gets into the cytoplasm of the cell or the the main area of the cell and it causes the cell to reproduce this protein to stimulate your immune system and so it's a technology that's never been used before it's been tested solidly for about two months and there's a tremendous amount of negatives that nobody knows about yet and in fact, I was listening to uh, this, um, and again, it's on a VU Med, which you have to be a doctor to get on it. And uh, it had Paul Offit talking with another supposed vaccine expert, and they're saying, yeah, you know, they're they're doing post-marketing surveillance for this COVID vaccine that will last about a year and a half to identify. Uh, if there's any uh, genetic anomalies that that occur, because it, you're actually causing the human cell to produce uh, protein that you're telling it to produce. So it's a totally different mechanism. Uh, there could be some major genetic anomalies, but when these two doctors are talking, there's a, on, a, on a side note, um, <laughs> uh, Dr. Offit said, uh, um, you know, why is it always a negative? If we're giving a vaccine that can cause a genetic anomaly, why not um, it can maybe give you superpowers? And the other doctor says, wow, doc, your glass is always a little half full, isn't it? <laughs> so, I mean, just to be that cavalier with a, with a, a substance that's going to be forced on the public that is really unstudied, uh, we're going to cover that um, in detail. But let's look at aging. Okay, and how your body regenerates. So we've got, um, it, how old are you? And it really has to do with your genetic length. 
like how, how your body reproduces. Because right now, if you're 30, 40, 50 years old, there's very few things on you that are 30, 40, or 50 years old. Your body is in a constant state of renewal. Now, um, Benjamin Radford, brilliant guy from uh, Live Science, um, wrote an article, and it's interesting, with his data, um, life, human lifespans have been nearly constant for over 2,000 years. And that's why when you hear, oh, in 1900, lifespan was only 45 years old. And then in 1957, it rose to 66 years old. Now it's 75 years old. Well, it's interesting because the life expectancy from 1907 to 2007, when this article got the data, it was based mainly on life expectancy from decreasing infant mortality rate. You know, as an example, let's say you got twins born in 1900. One of them dies at birth, the other lives to 90. What's their average death rate or average lifespan? It's 45. Okay, because half of them died. So, so the, what you're hearing about doesn't make much sense. But now if we go back into the ancient Greece, uh, it's really kind of exciting because back then, and we got some pretty accurate data. And there's accurate data from, um, well, the BC era. That it's, we used to call it when I was going to kid, before Christ. Uh, but now it's BCE, before the common era because you want to get that religion out of um, you know, our society, particularly when we're going to have one world government. So you want to change little things like that. But it's interesting, because back then, there's about 300 years of pretty accurate um, birth and death records. And some of these people are dying in 104. There's one uh, article here in Hieronymus uh, at 104, and this is the quote, he went to war, stood much toil and many wounds, lived 104 years, and uh, he was still vigorous in his marital relations and in all his faculties, lacking none of the symptoms, or, or lacking none of the symptoms of uh, ill health. So interesting, interesting guy. So let's look at this. And I mean, if we think of that modern medicine, has been just the revolution. Uh, well, that's not really sent, uh, um, clear because Harvard University did a study in 2004 that they say clean water um, was responsible for 74% of the decline of infant mortality rate. Clean water, sanitation, and refrigeration is what did it. Now, um, it's interesting because now we're starting to see total mortality is falling in almost every country, except nervous system and Alzheimer's disease is actually rising exponentially. Um, and we're talking in Australia, Canada, the UK, United States. So we're getting, um, we're, we're not living longer but we are highly medicated. And there's a huge amount of articles now on medication-induced dementia, which dementia now is causing a one-in-one one disease rates. And a lot of it has to do with the medications that a person's taking. And if you look at this, it, even in Advil, Motrin, or Aleve, those are called non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. 20% of all heart attacks come from that. 
And even if you look at the the aspirin a day for a healthy heart, I mean, you've heard that before. Uh, the aspirin is the fourth deadliest drug in America, increases your stroke and gastrointestinal bleeding. And what's it designed to do? Oh, thin blood. Yeah, that's right. How thin should blood be? Are there other blood thinners that you could utilize, like water or omega-3s? I mean, fantastic. Because now we have to look at how your body reproduces. Because when you're looking at your your system, your body, your skin is about 28 days old. Your blood is about 120 days old. Um, your bones are about six, seven years old. Your body is in a constant state of regeneration and breakdown. And that buildup and breakdown of tissue is called an oxidative metabolic process. So if you get this dynamic aspect that your body is designed to regenerate, then you focus on that regeneration. If you think that your body is designed to decay, then you're going to accept it. And how many people have accepted, oh, I'm just getting old. I can't do the same stuff I used to do. Uh, And then you see these guys in their 80s and 90s running marathons. So so it really um, plays on your perception of what your potential is. Because your potential, and believe me, I've worked on humans for a long time, Um, you are made in the image and likeness of God. You are more energy than matter. And if this is true, um, everything breaks down energy. And this is what Einstein, this is what Tesla talks about. So your perception of your body can actually change your body. If you look at uh, Martini, if you look at Joe Dispenza, all of these great teachers have found out that your body can actually regenerate. And that's the key. Now, um, we know telomere length. Now, now telomeres figure you've got a DNA inside of your, your body, and this is inside of the nucleus, and it looks like a little strand, of like a ladder that's all twisted up. Now, at the end of the DNA, there are these sequences called telomeres, and, if you, and it's kind of like the plastic coating on the end of a shoelace. Um, when you have a longer telomere length, that means you can get more copies out of that DNA. Shorter telomere length means that your body won't have the ability to reproduce. So it's really, if your body has a limited amount of reproduction, that means that you're going to be breaking down earlier. If you have a limitless um, a, amount of tissue that you can produce, a limitless number of cells that you could pre-produce, that's, you're talking immortality. And so it's really how your body is breaking down and how your body is building up. Um, literally, that's, that's everything. Multiple studies are talking about short telomere studies are associated in in decrease uh, mineral bone density, so osteoporosis. And it's a difference between biologic age as opposed to chronologic age. Now, I've been on the planet more than 60 years, but I get to tell you my biologic age, I'm thinking it's like 35, 40, because I still can work hard and do anything I want. Uh, Now, there was a great article about... Um, figured the discovery of telomeres and telomere shortening in human disease. And this is on the FEBS journal. Um, 
and listen to this one. Telomeres serves as a mitotic clock to cells. They confer capping on the chromosomes, which help telomere-associated proteins. In addition, it has become more apparent that accelerated telomere erosion is associated of a myriad of metabolic and inflammatory diseases. Isn't that interesting? <clears throat> that telomere length, if there's shorter telomeres, you have more disease rates. Why? Because your body can't produce healthy cells. Longer cells, and so inflammation actually shortens those telomeres. Now, what are we doing to our population? Well, um, standard kids are getting 72 doses of 17 different vaccines, and that causes an inflammatory response. How many foods cause an inflammatory response? Figure inflammation is how the body regenerates. But if we're inflaming or damaging cells, that is breaking the body down. So it's not just inflammation that's causing it. Inflammation is done on tissue damage. So if you look at telomere shortening, similar to like the ancient um, Chinese torture, death of a thousand cuts. If you have one cut, you can survive. Ten cuts, your body can start to heal. A thousand cuts exceed your body's ability to reproduce itself. So let's look at inflammation. Okay, you can um, play aggressive sports, but you better have a good diet and rest. If you have play aggressive sports and have a poor diet, poor rest, poor regeneration, then your body is going to be breaking down. That's like the death of a thousand cuts. If you have a high-stress lifestyle, and this could be physical, chemical, or emotional stress, but you're maintaining that with healthy nutrients, good chiropractic care, and you balance it with good rest and play and joy, then you're able to handle it. If you have high stress with a poor diet, with um, uh, no relief, then your telomeres are going to get short. So it's really not just inflammation. It's, it's your body's ability to regenerate. Now, I'm going to bring up this case study, and it was really interesting, out of chiropractic biophysics. Featured a 35-year-old white female elementary school presented with chronic neck and mid-back pain for five years following a car accident. And what they did is they checked her telomere length at the start of it of the care and telomere length at the end of it. And after 36 visits, uh, the patient improved a telomere length and heart rate variability, which is one of the tests that we use, um, that, um, I mean, everything improved. But lengthening the telomere means that we're lengthening or increasing your body's ability to regenerate itself. That should be one of those wow movements. And in fact, um, when we look at um, sensory and motor integration or information going into the brain, because if your brain understands what your body's going on, it's going to regulate blood pressure accordingly, it's going to digest food appropriately, it's going to produce the appropriate blood sugar, blood pressure, and cholesterol amounts to adapt and thrive in the environment. When you're under extreme stress, your blood pressure starts to elevate beyond a healthy level. Blood sugar is going to elevate beyond a healthy level. And when I say healthy level, I don't mean you should go out and take a drug to lower blood pressure or blood sugar. I mean that if you're under a chronic state of stress, your blood pressure is going to be elevated. That does not cause disease. Chronic stress 
it will elevate your blood pressure has an adaptation. But the longer that stress exists, the less ability you have to regenerate tissue because your body is just in the war. And think of this. If you're in a constant state of stress, you have no rest degeneration. Body will break down. You need to have that period of regeneration, of resting, digesting, repairing, so your body can regenerate itself. Uh, now, we're going to go into a couple of cases, and one of them is probably the coolest guy on the planet. He started with me about 12 years ago. He is now 80. So um, when he started, I've got his x-rays when he first started and his x-rays now. And within 12 years, not only is his spine and nervous system healthier, okay, he's actually in better shape now than he was back then. So if you're, you know, 65, 70 years old and you want to get healthier by the time you're 80, not only is that a possibility, um, it, it's an absolute attainable, attainable goal. Um, we're going to talk about um, cerebellar, or it's called cognitive affective syndrome. Now, what's interesting, the cerebellum, and this is one of the keys, to in order to regenerate your body, we have to get stimulus into the brain. Figure your brain is going to raise your blood pressure. It's going to raise your blood sugar. It controls digestion. It controls how you respond to the environment. And it gets that information through, through or that adaptation through information coming in. And the cerebellum is the small brain on the back. So any kind of movement stimulates that cerebellum. And even um, if you're looking at anxiety, stress, um, protection, impulse control, schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, all of that stuff has to do with um, that cerebellar influence controlling the frontal lobe. So you're talking anxiety, stress, impulse control, everything is in the frontal lobe. So movement is one of the key things that you can do if you want to reverse aging. If you look at every joint in your body, every time you open and close a joint, you're giving life to that joint. You're stimulating movement. Now, you've got two types of cells, one type or, or involved in regeneration. Well, it, it's a bit more complicated than that, but if you boil it down, you have cytokine six cells, and cytokine just means cell kind, okay? Sixes are inflammatory cells, and those are cells uh, that are activated under inflammation. So if you damage tissue, like you just scratch yourself, bam, inflammation results, and that inflammation stimulates these cytokine 10 cells that do the rebuilding. So you need inflammation first, and then <clears throat> you need the um, building cells, the cytokine 10 cells, to start regenerating tissue. So now, be thinking, wait a second, we have a number of inflammatory diseases out there. Brain inflammation, you're looking at autism, pancreatic inflammation, diabetes, inflammatory bowel disorders, inflammatory lung disorders like, like asthma. Uh, allergies are generally inflammatory responses. And you're going to hear a lot more about allergies considering a good hunk of our population is allergic to stuff. Um, and you'll see the government is trying to hide 
and they'll say, oh, about 1% to 4% of the population is allergic to things. When in reality, how many people do you know are gluten sensitive or, or have a sensitivity to dairy? Yes, those are all called allergies. So you're actually looking at about half of our population. That's why there's such a <clears throat> great concern when you're talking about this allergic response to the vaccine, um, which is just really an, um, an, an allergy is an abnormal recognition of a foreign protein. And when you're getting a foreign protein injected into your body, that's wrapped uh, around a nanoparticle lipid layer, a fat layer, and that nanoparticle is designed to get into your cells and cause your cells to produce a certain protein. And this is going to cause an immune system response in you to protect you. Oh, by, by the way, the new vaccines that are coming out, uh, they don't prevent infection. That's right. They don't prevent infection. In fact, they just are designed to reduce some symptoms. So if you get the two shots, uh, you're only going. You're still going to have to do social distancing and wear masks. Uh, so realize that this vaccine is absolutely not designed to get you back to normal. Okay, <laughs> and it is just big scam. So let's get back to how your body regenerates. For one, inflammation is how the body regenerates. And so we literally, if we want to regenerate knees or we want to regenerate um, feet or, or joints of the spine, we cause inflammation. Why? Because you've got to stimulate those cytokine 6 cells, that inflammatory cells, in order to have the body regenerate. And then let's say, let's take a knee, for instance. We're going to restore the biomechanics of the foot. You're going to restore the nerve supply. And then you've got to restore the muscle on the back of the calf, and, and that's going to be stretching it, getting the foot on a block stretch. Then we're going to distract the knee joint by putting a heavy ankle weight and just opening up that knee joint. All of those things are designed to change the biomechanics, cause inflammation, create a negative pressure so the joint can regenerate. All of that stuff is vital. And then when we're just talking the knee, we also have to stabilize the pelvis. We have to check for any disc injuries in the low back. And then when you correct all of that, so if you're talking to just regenerate a knee, you have to restore the biomechanics of the foot, the calf, the quadriceps, stabilize the pelvis, correct any disc injuries. Then the knee has the appropriate biomechanics and can work and it can regenerate. And, and so when you look at that, it just makes sense that this is – not just possible, but this is how you're actually designed. You are a tissue-producing machine. And so, number one, when you want to reverse it, um, aging, it really is not aging because your chronological age is going to keep changing because time, as we understand it, is lineal. Time in reality is actually based on speed. But let's just work if you're on planet. This is why the satellites zipping around the Earth, are um, uh, they're set at a different time frame than we are because they're traveling faster. But just assume that chronologic age or time is a lineal fashion that, that most people think it is. So since time is lineal, um, but that's chronologic, 
let's look at at the telomere length and how your body is going to regenerate itself to um, uh, build yourself faster than you break down. Number one, you've got to get a clear nervous system, and that's essential. That means that you've got to get your entire nervous system checked by a corrective chiropractor. Why? Because you live your life through your nervous system. Most uh, uh, disorders are actually an adaptation through the autonomic nervous system. So if you know anyone that has had high blood pressure, high cholesterol, type 2 diabetes, um, inflammatory bowel diseases, none of those are actual diseases. Those are all adaptations to stress. So if you want to regenerate, bam, you get your nervous system checked. Then regular exercise. Why? You move joints, they stay healthy. That, that old Mustang in your car, will, in your garage, will stay healthy if you never drive it. Human bodies are the opposite. You've got to move it or you lose it. Okay, this means you've got to move every joint every day. Resistance exercise is, is fantastically important, um, but also aerobic exercise, and this is every day. Um, it, I love this quote from the American Psychiatric Association. Quote, people continue to see mental and physical as separate functions when in fact mental functions are physical as well. Cool, huh? Um, exercise is fantastic for healthy brain function. And the exercise, let's say you're a paraplegic or quadriplegic, exercise could be as, as, as simple as sitting there in diaphragmatic breathing. If you have, if you're not on a trach tube, you could do nasal diaphragmatic breathing, which increases nitric oxide. So you can exercise just by deep breathing. Then you need proper nerve supply. So the, the three things so far, get your nervous system checked, regular exercise, proper nutrition. And I'm telling you right now, Hippocrates is right. Let food be your medicine and medicine be your food. But also... Look at every plant product. This means every plant. And I mean, when you're getting plants, you buy for color because each different color is a phytonutrient. And all plants, different colors, and I'm talking organic healthy plants, have what's called an NFKB factor or a nuclear uh, factor kappa um, light chain enhancer. Now, this is something that will fight and correct cancer, hardening of the arteries, heart attacks, diabetes, allergies, Crohn's disease, multiple sclerosis. That means nearly every fruit and vegetable contain the NFKB inhibitors. That means that this can actually help. Then omega-3 is absolutely vital that you get liquid omega-3s. Eliminate any genetically modified organs. Eliminate commercial dairy. Get lots of vitamin D3. Then sufficient rest. This is when your body regenerates. That's why we have so many classes on deep sleep. If you want to restore and renew your body, look at sleep as that, that moment in time that you can regenerate yourself. And when you're looking at sleep problems, Sleep, and this is according to the Journal of the American Medical Association, sleep disorders are linked to Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, multiple sclerosis, gastrointestinal disorders, kidney disorders, behavioral problems. So look at our videos on how to achieve deep sleep, how to reset your circadian rhythms. Fantastically important.
And when you look at the drugs that negatively affect sleep, you're looking at just about every drug on the planet. Appetite suppressant drugs, antacids, high blood pressure, <laughs> steroids. Heck, medications that use to induce sleep negatively affect sleep. Think how great that is. And then prayer and meditation. Remember, your perception of the environment causes your body to get that adaptation. So if you are afraid of your environment, let's say you're actually watching CNN and you actually think that there's a virus that's going to kill you and, and you haven't looked that this virus has a 99% plus recovery rate and that 80% of the people that get it have mild to no symptoms. Okay, so if you actually get it, you have an, a 99% chance of not dying. So if you're looking at the actual facts, you're not going to be afraid of it. Heck, you're never going to be putting this um, bacteria Petri dish on your face called a face mask, which is literally insane, okay, because you're rebreathing in your own stuff. But if you are afraid, your blood pressure will go up, blood sugar will go up, and um, nerve supply to digestion will decrease. That will weaken your body's ability to regenerate. This is why we're going to see increasing, increasing hospitalizations from just the stress alone. So how important is prayer and meditation? Huge. Everyday prayer. And if you're a religious leader, if you were involved in a church, tell them, let's do a revolution. On Christmas time, open. Open now. Do not allow the government in a country that's supposed to have freedom of religion to shut you down with a virus that has a 99% recovery rate. 99% plus, and this is if you're over 80 with multiple comorbid conditions. Okay? Um, let's take our world back, and we only take our world back by taking our freedom back. Because I've got to tell you, the people that took your freedom away will not give it back. Martin Luther King was right. Freedom is never voluntarily given by the oppressor. It must be demanded by the oppressed. And by God, you are the oppressed. We're going to take this back. This is Dr. John Bergman. God bless you, and I love you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.